tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope we're a little late getting started here today because she didn't take her manjaro shot and she tends to be eating over here miss sarah frasia i'm having a little peanut butter toast um yeah i eat honey take your fucking manjaro manjaro. shot Mm -mm. well you should be Mm -mm. andy Cohn says the housewives of ozempic has started knocking on my door and i am all about that forget this eating we have a show to do eating can be for when you retire okay well i like to do all of it all the above i'm currently licking the peanut butter off of my drawers here (laughs) some people like to eat the opposite i love to eat and you know what when you resolve your food issues and you realize the toxicity that's in food and you avoid that then you can eat what you want when you want Guess what? Why? Or you just take Manjaro. I take Manjaro and eat. I had pizza yesterday and I'm having a good week. The punishment for my week in LA of absolute hell has I'm getting graced by the gods this week that I'm feeling good for the most part. I have my relief band on. You get 20% off if you go to reliefband.com. I've had no motion sickness this week. Trust me. Each week, the chances of me being sick from Manjaro or motion sickness are like 90%. A or B, they have nothing to do with each other. But I I, I misbehave. I don't wear the, the relief band. When I wear the relief band, this is not a shameless ad. I truly fucking have motion sickness. I'm actually very healthy. Do you know that? Motion sickness is the one thing I was graced unfortunately with and- I know I hear it's awful when you have it because you're constantly nauseous like it's it's really hard you feel like you're always on a boat or something let me tell you something I'm not this is really they are a client you do get 20% off but the days I do not wear my relief band because I'm like oh I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to an event in the Hamptons I can't be seen with a relief band on I need to wear a nice watch well shame on me because it, you literally do this at 1 p.m and at 9 p.m when you're going to bed, you still have a headache of epic proportion. It's not even like you get, I get dizzy. It's just the headache from the motion sickness is, it sounds crazy for anyone out there that has motion sickness that is not wearing this relief band of mine that I'm advertising now, even though I'm not, you're insane because you get 20%. It truly, I don't know how it works. It like 
calibrates your, it, it works. Right. Otherwise the headache, Sarah, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. So you eat, you enjoy. I don't got no headache today and I don't got no sickness from Manjaro. Yeah. Okay. What, what were you that. saying? Um, I interviewed Mr. Bo Deedle. Um, I'm sorry, Bo Deedle, y'all. I mean, I, tell me, tell me everything about Mr. Bo Deedle. By the way, can you give like a really quick refresher? I didn't realize his history. I guess I I should have, but he is like uber famous, right? Is he an uber famous L- NYPD officer, detective, then private detective? Yes, and yes, he is. He was in Wolf of Wall Street. He has turned. He was private security for Jordan Belfort during the years. So in the movie where Leonardo plays. He played himself. Like he's been in a lot of movies. He was just in Godfather of Harlem. Mr. Deedle is Hollywood, okay? But let me tell you something. I just love, you know, listen, I've said this before. I love, I mean, there's a reason I'm friends with Kim D. We'll just leave it at that. I love somebody that can protect you. I don't mean from this bullshit, but Vince does. And I mean, big picture in the world. You want to mess with me? I got someone and I'm pulling them out. You can take that any way oh, you want. Now, yeah, Bo Doodle is a cop and he's, no, uh, Bo, I am old school. So old I love, school, um, what are we old school, New Jersey mob here? I mean, my God, you sound like you're patrolling the uh, streets, you know? Like, Listen to me. I, I never use the word mob. Now, Mr. Deedle is, I mean, he tells stories on the podcast, but so I I'm just sure. love, I just love someone that's and you know, that's he's straight and narrow. But, you know, listen, I ain't getting on Bo's bad side. He can find out anything but anyone. It's a funny interview you need to listen because he does have such interesting stories. And he would talk about these interesting stories for 15 minutes at a pop and then say, all right, so I guess I should let you ask another question. Like he literally was saying, like, I would jump. I was in. I forget. I think it was Turkey. And he's like, look, my firm doesn't do anything illegal when you're into, you know, it's, they've said, if you bribe, if you, if you take this child, I, he was hired to find a kidnapped child. No, and wait, he would wait, let, you told me this, but give me the setup. What, what was this? Some rich family, the kid was abducted or something and, and held for ransom or like, what was the deal here? Basically. I mean, we didn't get into those details, but he was in, I think Turkey hired to find a kidnapped child and is like, you know, they said, if I took this child out of the country, I'd be like arrested. Obviously you can't just take a child out of the country. He's like, did I turn to the policeman and bribe him with $3,000? I mean, I don't do anything illegal, but I probably did that. And he's like, you know what? I could have been thrown in jail for bribing this police officer. But when I landed back in the U S And I had this kid and I returned a kidnapped child that the mother thought she was never going to see again to the mother. It was worth every penny. But let me just so he would talk. This story now took 15 minutes and it was so interesting that he was jumping out of a plane and rescuing a child. And he's like, so do you have another question, David? I say like, well, the night at Avra, when you sat next to Joe and Melissa Gorda for dinner and you just happen to run into them <laughs> and then he would give an answer and then he would talk about running for mayor of New York and how we're going to have another terrorist attack in New York. And like, let me tell you about the borders and it's all. Ch- oh, no, he said this in no uncertain terms. So he would go into all of this and I did find it interesting. And he'd be like, so what do you have to say to that, Dave? And I'd be like, well, you you know, Andy Cohn said that he didn't believe you and that it's a strange thing for Louise to make up. So like, are you mad at Andy? <laughs> so it is turned into kind of a comical interview because 
you know, he has such this career and like, I was interested in hearing about it, but every time I actually got a new question and I'd be like, so are you still speaking to Luis or are you really mad? <laughs> it's just, it's a funny interview, I think. Oh my God. I'm so, I can't wait to hear all this because I mean, the rumor is that Bo Deedle has folders on everybody on the show. I told Bo, Bo Deedle said to me, he said, the reason I said to, yes to do your show is you said, if you were going to hire someone, you would hire me. And I'm like, I stand by every word of that. I mean, I might be hiring this man in real life for a lot of reasons. I would, he's like only legal, David. I'm like, I don't want you to do nothing illegal, but there's a lot of people that I might need to have investigated. So I have made a new friend and, um, great. And I'm partners with you. That that's scary. <laughs> you're partners with me. And listen, then I had another incident today and I called oh, Kim and Kim was like, listen, listen to me, listen what? to me. You want, you think she's like, no one is going to fuck with you. And let me tell you why. So Kim, I got Kim D and I got Bo on my side. I mean, this is what, these are just, this is what, well, what I like. Happened? In life. What, what sparked that? Is this anything we can discuss? This is Okay. Good. Listen, it's such a stupid story, but I told you, I have like a big picture mind, right? Like someone's going to fuck with me. We're doing story. like lawsuit. Like I, I don't, you don't come for me and like really fuck with me in the world. So like I was on air with Kim and somebody else that I don't want to mention today. It is New Jersey related. And I'm sitting here in my gorgeous Sag Harbor home. And I literally at my front door from where I'm sitting right now, see a police officer. Now I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like you and I did an interview recently where I forgot what happened. I had to walk off the set. I had to walk off. We both did at different times. Although the interview was like an hour and 20 minutes long. It was very long, but I had to take a phone call. You had to take, like you had to take a phone call. I'm excited about this interview, by the way. I'm and I'm like, I'm well, actually so I, getting hungry about this. Okay, keep going. I'm eating. Yes. You keep eating. I do Manjaro. I no longer eat. Tonight I'm going out to dinner. I don't want to eat. I just want a vodka. Anyway, I see a police. This is a real story. This just happens. I see a police person at my front door. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm actually walking off this interview. Kim, continue. So I'm like, can I help you? Like the guy didn't even knock. And whether you open your door for a police person or not, you don't have to, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But I did. Cause I'm like, let's deal. And I'm like, it's, you know, he's like somebody, he's like, did you call 911? And I'm like, no. So then he's like this. And I'm like, he's like, can I have your name and birthday? And I'm like, sure. I'll give, but like, I, I literally have to slam the door in your face. I am literally on the air. Like I am conducting an interview for behind the Velvet Rope podcast. Shout out to like the, the Sag Harbor police department. If you want to get all your boys to listen. So I just, after this happened, I called Kim and I'm like, you know, this nine one. it turned out no one called 911 from this apartment. And he said like, it might be like, you know, in the surrounding areas, which I'm like, please, by all means, Kim is like, listen to me. Cause I said like, you know, do you I think, think you were, I think you were like, sw- like that swatting, you know, that happens where they did that to, they just did it to Nicki Minaj. Somebody called in, um, a, like they called the police and basically said her son was being abused. And so the cops showed up for a, like a check and she like went the F off. People can do that. They can, I think it's called swatting. Go on. I got to Google this. Well, yeah. I said, is this, 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 this whore, Margaret, here I go again with the bad language. Is this this Margaret Josephs? Is this this Melissa who I don't... This is where my sick mind goes because these women are so sick with the fence does. They they do this 24-7. So uh, uh, this is just where my crazy mind goes. That like, this sounds crazy that there's a police person at my door. 
it turns out, so Kim is like, listen to me. You think Margaret and Melissa are going to fuck with you? Let me tell you something. And then I'm not going to repeat the things that were said, but I'm like, okay, I feel better with Kim on my side. Then Kim is like, you need to call the police department right now that you're off there and get more information right now or walk out. Cause I live right. I live in right in the center of town in Sac Harbor. So I called them. It's all fine. It truly is that they knocked on a neighbor's door and they thought, you know, I said, listen, I'm not arguing with you. Like, thank God you, they like, you understand we have to show up. I'm like, well, thank God you fucking did. Cause if I was tied in my closet and I made a 911 call, I would hope that you, you know, granted I shooed you away and said I was very serious. Yeah, yeah, of course they have to, they have to like, you know what though? Can I tell you something? Okay, go on. This, yeah, yeah. You, you like this story? I mean, I, I swear well, to God. I, okay, go on. No, I you, think you you're like paranoid. It, kinda... I think you're getting a little paranoid about. Go on. I know. Well, this is what happens when you work. One these these are sick women. These are sick, two sick women, and I have nothing against either of the, the women. Um, but that's where you know they're they're crazy. And Kim is like, listen to me, listen to me. If either one of them, so I'm like, okay, I feel better now, but I also feel better with Mr. Deedle on my side, but it all turned out. It was just like there. He's like, the, cause the guy, the guy called me back. I was like the police officer. I'm like, were you the gentleman who was there? I'm like, well, I need explain to me what number called 911. Was it David Yontef's cell phone or was it? He's like, look, you know, we can't really tell when somebody did it, but he's like, we knocked on a neighbor's door and it was in the general vicinity and do do do. And I'm like, okay, listen. I just needed to know, you know, I just wanted to follow up on this so I can sleep tonight, like as to why, you know, I didn't tell the guy about Margaret and Melissa and I didn't get into that. I mean, I could have said Jill Zarin lives down the street and my other neighbors, Countess Loanne over there, but I didn't get into anything. I was like, thank you, sir. First of all, what a, what a, I don't, I don't want to say push job because, but I mean, if you are going to go into the police force and it's like, choose the box of where you want to work, New York City. LA yeah. or anywhere in At the Hamptons. Harbor. I mean, right. We, we we got nothing here, guys. The guy was like, oh, I'll come over for tea tomorrow. I'm like, oh, come over for tea yeah. anytime. We'll call you. It's like nothing happens here in Sag Harbor. Knock on wood, I should say that again and like something will. So that's all. That's my story. I love my Bodidal. There you go, Sarah. You got a good story out of me today. You are too. Okay. Well, don't get too paranoid. I feel like. <laughs> you know what it is though? It's not these sick humans modge and, and it's just it's that i i'm people love to make fun of me when i say this as a lawyer you are trained for three years to just expect big world things like i, I just it's, i'm not a not a happy person i really do love my life i've set it up exactly how i want you just expect big picture like when something happens my mind skips through B through Y, and I go right to Z as like, this is the end. This is the end of the Behind the Velvera podcast. This is the end of this relationship. This is the end of someone's life that I care about. I just, I think big picture. That's just my mind. I can't help it. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
Out of all the things I wasted money on last year, and there were a lot, uncanceled subscriptions was so high on my list. You know how like if you join something or you know you have that subscription, you don't read the fine print that says, if you don't cancel this, it's going to automatically renew. Well, at the end of the year, I, my accountant did an analysis and I was wasting thousands of dollars on subscriptions that were automatically renewing without my knowledge. That's when my accountant told me about Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Now, I know everyone out there is nodding their head like, oh my God, because do you know that over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forget about? It's not just like you go on Netflix or Hulu and you know you watch like one show and then you don't use it for months and months. You guys wanted me to check out Denise Richards' OnlyFans so we can talk about it here. Well, guess what? Miss Richards was getting my money for way too long. So why don't you stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket money.com slash velvet robe. That's rocketmoney.com slash velvet robe. Rocketmoney.com slash velvet robe. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Now get 20% off every IQ Bar product plus free shipping when you text velvet to 64,000. You guys know I live a very active lifestyle. I'm constantly traveling back and forth from the Hamptons to New York City to LA, and I'm on planes and I'm on the run. And I need a good, healthy snack bar that I can take with me on the plane wherever I am, and it can fill me up and just get me through to the next meal. That's how I discovered IQ Bar. It's keto-free, paleo-free, vegan, gluten-free, and it's packed with protein and it's low sugar. But does any of that really matter if it tastes bad? Well, it tastes good. Great. It comes in seven different mouthwatering flavors. Peanut butter cup, that's my personal favorite, but banana nut, toasted chocolate chip, almond butter. But don't take my word for it. IQ Bar has over 10,000 five-star reviews. Now get 20% off IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text VELVET to 64000. Get your discount. Text VELVET to 64000. That's VELVET to 64,000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. I think that has to do with going to law You're also school. kind of like, you know, a Jewish mom, you know? It's like, they're notorious worriers, you know, for the worst case scenario. But it's not even like I worry because I'm not scared of anyone. I just am anticipating. I don't know. That's why it's kind of what you're taught in law school. You're taught to anticipate the worst. So there you go. Oh. Speaking of Jewish well, moms. Well, thank God. Yes. Okay. Thank God we're all right. All right. Tell me. Tell me. Speaking of Jewish moms, shout yeah. out to my neighbor, the one, the only, Miss Zarin. I got to have Miss Zarin over. She just posted her. Let me tell you something, Jill. I want to say this because Jill, listen, she admits I'm not. Jill, I think, we love it. We love Jill. When I think of Jill Zarin, decor. Yeah. I think of that season one, season two. And by the way, when Jill hears something on this podcast she doesn't like, you don't even get a hello, how are you? You just get a like, you know, I, you know, um, uh, I, I, what's wrong with this? And there's no context. So the minute Jill says that I have to think of, I literally will respond, oh God. 
what did I say now that, that you're unhappy with? Cause like, there's no context. You think I remember what I'm going to say on this podcast with you, Sarah, when it comes out in a week, I don't know. So that's Jill. She's really funny. But when I think of Jill Zarin's decor, home decor, I think of that season one, season two, that blue and all the over gold. And I'm not, you know, it wasn't my taste, Jill. My taste is very minimal, very streamlined, but Jill just posted a video of her new, she, she redid the, she's literally down the street. She redid her place in SAG and she posted a video of now. I mean, Jill Zarin, let me tell you, we have a similar decor now. It was all streamlined and anyone go and watch Jill's videos. Really, her, her new place is really nice. So Jill, you said you were going to have me over for dinner like about a month ago. Where is that? And I got to have you over. But speaking of Jewish mothers, it makes me think of Jill Zarin. That Bethany Frankel, you know, she is oh shading. God. She is shading our Jill. Well, she just she keeps talking about the housewives, girl. And we'll get into okay, all these okay. other things. But she just did some TikTok where she was like talking about off season, you know, and something with Bobby and she's just bringing back things and it did shade Jill. It's like, I just, it's not even a matter of what she said. I mean, more power to Jill for not responding and just being above it. But Bethany just, once again, Sarah, we are back to where we always are with her. Do we love her? Do we not love her? She's really, she's conflicted, right? I'm conflicted on this Bethany Frankel still. So am I. I'll tell you, one day I like her, the next day I can't stand her. And people were trolling her this week. I think she flashed her big diamond ring or something, and people thought she was flaunting her wealth. And then there's been rumors that she was filming Girls Trip, which I think are completely untrue, unless you've heard from your sources something different. I I was kind of enthralled because I am watching And Just Like That, which is the reboot of Sex and the City oh, with yes. Sarah Jessica Parker and the crew. I call it and just that woke, you know, that's the show. That's what I call it. Because, of course, everybody, it's like, it's so woke. It's Everyone's <laughs> fucking woke now. And someone's like, you use that as if it's a bad word. I mean, it's it is. I, I do use it as a bad word. Grow up. Don't, don't be offended. And I'm not woke. There you go. You don't yeah. like it. Don't listen. Judy Gold, the great comedian who was just on my podcast, was on my co-host. You know, I have a thing once a month now with Melissa Rivers. We are... Love friends her. we are colleagues we do it once a month judy gold was just on her show and she was just like she said basically the same stuff she said when she was on this show she's like i don't understand it if you don't like what you hear at my show get up pay your bill and walk the fuck out i say the same thing go on no anyway i i and just that woke is hysterical it is it, i i have to watch it to hate watch and actually i've watched the first two episodes because they're out on hbo max I actually don't find them as woke um, as I thought they would be. I mean, I have so many thoughts on it. And, you know, in a way, I mean, now Sarah Jessica Parker's Carrie is dating this like hot podcast producer, which, of course, she never went in real life. But he's so hot. We're almost like glad big is dead. I mean, it's really it's fun to watch. How hot they have some moments. Oh my god, so hot. Oh, so fucking hot. Like, like compare him to some celebrities. I, mean, I, I will say, like, big back in the day, you know, big went years ago was so handsome you know it was like john ham vibes you know it was just that tall dark and handsome i mean hollywood handsome this guy gives me he's he's looks italian maybe middle eastern short salt and pepper hair oh god who's somebody like sexy along that line that doesn't really do it for me babes oh really oh no I mean, maybe he even looks like Israeli. Like, I love a hot Israeli. Like, oh, you know, I mean, just so gorgeous. Anyway, 
But they do have a scene where one of the friends or whatever of Carrie's is saying, Carrie's saying, oh, I so many times I wanted to rent a house and set the in Hamptons. The, but I haven't. And the woman goes, why, Bethany Frankel? And then they both like laugh. And Bethany, you know, and it was such a weird, uh, see, now then I'm with Team Bethany. And Bethany was like, you desperate fucking bitches. Like I've been off of TV for years and you're still like using my name to try to make your woke, she didn't say that, but lame ass show or something like that. Do you know what one of my Bravo Liberty friends? Yeah, go on. So one of my Bravo Liberty friends, I, my mind never went there, but some, it's who, it does not matter. But one of the Bravo labs texted me and said, is this Andy's way of saying fuck you to Bethany? Because Andy's like really good friends with SJP. That's what I wondered too. Really? I never thought that. I go, what a weird dig because you know, SJP. And Andy, our best buddies, they've clearly gone out and talked about Bethany. A hundred percent they have. If not, like, uh, I don't, they may even not have all hung out together. But isn't that a weird dig? I thought the same thing. Really? And she's, she's a producer. She is a producer. So she has the ability to change that line to whoever. I didn't even think of that until this Bravo led put in my mind. It's a weird thing because like, you don't associate the Hamptons with Bethany, I mean, any more than you associate the Hamptons with Ramona. Everyone knows about Ramona's house. You associate the Hamptons with Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley. They're huge figures out here. So just, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to yeah. associate something, like if you're going to mention the Real Housewives of New York and Bethany, that makes more sense than the Hamptons. Like, I don't really associate the Hamptons with Bethany anymore well, I associate than- the Hamptons with Ina Garten, you know? like Right. Like, to me, that would have been like- Oh, why? Ina, like Ina and Jeffrey. But no, I mean, they were taking a clear, it was very strange. They were taking a clear dig at how annoying or allegedly annoying Bethany Frankel is. I mean, that's clearly what it was about. Uh, the more I think about it, the first of all, can I just tell you when I tell people ah. like that I have a house in the Hamptons and live here, 99% of the people, the gays that I meet out in the world it, say it, Ina is the one that they mention. Uh, 99% of the time, they're like, oh my God, do you know Ina? Did, Ina has lots of gay fans out the door. Oh. But, you know, I mean, she has a lot of fans, but hey, I, yeah, oh. the more I think about it like this, I maybe this was Andy Cohn getting a dig at Bethany through SJP in the show. I don't know. It just was weird. Weird dig. It was such a weird... It was so weird. And does she love it when she's like sipping her tea and making fun of it? She secretly loves it. Come on. Don't you think? I think Bethany. Yeah. I mean, I I think Bethany loves being relevant 110%. But yeah, I mean, there's no bad press, especially that. It was just the weirdest. Weird. It was the weirdest like dig at, I don't know. Do I think... Well, I was going to say, do I think Bethany, you know, this thing she says is ridiculous. Look, the whole thing is when they announced the thing, they said legacy, Roni girls trip, and they had six apples and they had two other apples that were falling off the tree. Six were on the tree, two were falling. Everyone started saying Bethany and Jill, Bethany and Jill, Bethany and Jill. Remember back oh, yeah, yeah. on the trip when Jill Zarin came in and she said, hello, guess who's here? And it was like Jill crashing the trip. I mean, she wasn't not invited, but she just kind of came in. Everyone is saying because of that and because we've never had girls trip with six people, we've always had it with eight, that Jill and Bethany were the two falling apples. You guys 
have a wow, 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 Bethany, wow. You guys have a lot of imagination. They all were saying it was Bethany and Jill coming in to film. Here's all I'm saying. I mean, Jill and I have a lot of mutual friends in common. I'm often told things like I was told about her goat show, like all during filming. Did I ever mention Jill's goat show? No. When I'm told something in strict confidence, I will not mention it here. It's when you don't share things with David from behind the velvet rope that I will spill all the fucking tea. So in other words, tell me everything. But I knew about Jill's goat show and I never, because it was like, oh my God, if you reveal this, I'll kill you. It's confidential. You can't blow. So our mutual friends, no one has said to me anything about Jill filming Roni. I think it's complete bullshit. I mean, she was just here in Sag Harbor, but I mean, technically, I guess she came after that. So like, I, I don't buy it. I don't think Jill and Bethany are making a surprise appearance on the girls trip. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Jill, you are listening. Jill text me. Can you at least let me know, girl? I'm your neighbor. If you are going to be on the show, I promise I won't share it with anyone. Guys, maybe I will. Shh. I'm just kidding, Jill. But I, 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 I think this is just complete fake news. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Can you guys believe that it's basically July? Like, where is this summer going? I've been so busy and I've been on the move and you guys know I don't cook, nor do I have time to cook. And that's why I turn to Factor. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit that provides delicious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your front door. It's that simple. I avoid the grocery store. I don't chop. I don't prepare. I don't clean up. All I have to do is heat and enjoy. These meals are ready in two minutes. I love that Factor has a menu that caters to all sorts of different lifestyles. Keto, calorie smart. They have protein plus vegan and veggie. The calorie smart meals are the ones that I always choose. Also, now they've gone upscale. So you can have surf and turf at home. Let me just give you an example of what I had last night for dinner. Roasted garlic filet mignon and shrimp. Do you know how long it would take if you were to prepare that and how much it would cost? Head to factormeals.com slash velvet50 and use code velvet50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code velvet50 at factormeals.com slash velvet50 to get 50% off your first box. I, I, yeah, no, I agree. And part of me, you know, we've, we, you and I have speculated this for a while. I mean, I, I don't see another, now that this CS, this, um, C, what was it? CNBC show failed with Bethany and Kevin O'Leary. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, are people going to still give her another show? Is she going to be back on Bravo? She does seem like she wants to be. I, I, but then again, I'm like, would she be? I don't know. I don't know. You know, at some point, you just Go back and forth. gotta give in to what the people want. Like this show here, I've changed it a little bit. The people don't want. I mean, listen, I will always do my celebrity interviews. Oh, yeah, yeah. You love your, um, yeah, yeah. I do, and I got some you coming love your up. Your Suzanne Summers, you oh, love your. Oh. Um, Oh, I don't know who, like, have you had Patrick Duffy on or something from, um, uh, 
Oh, not oh. yet. <laughs> but I had Susan Lucci and Anne Hayes. Yeah, is I Tony, do love. Has Tony Danza been on your show yet? What fucking dick? What fucking motherfucker? Okay. Oh, he he said no. He never okay. says yes. He never says yes because he just was on and just that woke. He he was just on that. He's he plays Chit. Chase um, is um manager or something. Oh no, dad in a in a sitcom that Che is in. I ain't um, happy with Che Diaz either. That's I, I'd oh, like did you che- try to get Che Diaz. Excuse me, excuse me. That is uh, Calliope, Miss Callie from Grey's Anatomy, one of the best shows that has ever existed. Sarah oh, really? Sarah Ramirez, Grey's Anatomy girl. We've we've tried many times, but here's the thing: a no or a no word does not mean no. When they have something to promote, you know what it is? People don't like Tony Danza wouldn't do press around this, but when he has a CD or a book or something, we'll, we'll get him. Um. Anyway, Love the it. point I'm is, sad. this show has changed over the past two years. If you haven't noticed, people want it messy. People want this gossip. This is what you people want. We'll never not do the celebs. Um. What do you want to talk about? Moving on from Bethany. uh, Moving on. We have a lot here. So much stuff. Okay. What do you make of the resurface tweet from um, Brielle Bierman? Someone dug it up from 2020 where she tells a story on Twitter that Kim picked her up one day and was like, we're going somewhere. They drove across two states to South Carolina. Brielle was only 20 at the time. They went to a casino and Kim went in for hours into the casino and Brielle had to stay in the car. Now, of course, Brielle had tweeted this out years ago, right, before there was trouble in paradise. And kind of, I think it was like as a joke and how her mom is crazy. And that, you know, on the way back that uh, Kim was like, do not tell anyone. But uh, it's not a great time for that to surface. Croy's lawyers must be like, you know, bingo. Uh and this kind of leads p- more people to be saying the rumors that Kim is, uh, you know, th- there is a rumor now that she's completely addicted to online gambling and gambling. I mean, listen, first of all, Brielle was of age at the time, right? But we have four small children. And I mean, we are, we have, we have a real custody battle where people are fighting for sole custody. So yeah, I don't think, you know, said in jest or not said in jest and the fact that she was over 18 and an adult that mitigates the facts. But I do think this tweet is going to be used when you say that there are four children that are not safe in a household alone for sole custody. And I want sole custody. The same thing that Catherine Dennis went through with her ex. I mean, Thomas, like, yeah, I don't look without overthinking it just based on what's out there. And I don't know the facts. I would say things look way better for Croy in this whole mess than they do for Kim at the present moment. Again, having deep dived into it, we know how the media works. We know all this bullshit. But look, I mean, does it shock me if you tell me that she's addicted to online gambling and gambling at casinos? No, that's that's the Kim we kind of met and fell in love with. Yeah, know? yeah. No, I, mean, I know it's going to get messier and messier between those two. And, and so many more things are going to be dug up and come, you know, but people, people were in my DMs going, oh my God, I hope you guys are going to talk about this. And I was like, yeah, of course, you know, I mean, and it, it like to your point though, you know, the media is probably going to paint her as, you know, the gold digging, unstable, 
horrible with money, gambling, you know, terrible mother. And I mean, I'm sure Croy's loving it. And, you know, it's hard to know unless you know that family and know them well. I don't know what Kim is really like. And of course, there's some tabloid fodder built in there. You know, a woman speaks up, she's a bitch. A man speaks up, he's a hero. So there is some of that going on, right? Where it's like, oh, you know, it's more interesting to paint Kim as the the bad mother. But uh, I don't think this tweet is a good sign for her. And I, yeah, I mean, right? Kim is addicted to gambling. If that's the narrative, that doesn't shock me, right? It doesn't, it's not a shocking statement. So we're going to have to see on this one, but it ain't getting better before it gets worse. Oh, completely. Um. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah we're no, you, you tell me where you want to go. Well, um, the other thing I'm curious about is I didn't realize that Dina Manzo was so rich. Now I guess it's Dina Manzo's new husband, who's a TV producer, but I'm hoping you can shed all the light on this because Dina Manzo has just bought a $16 million home in Montecito, California. Now, I didn't have a fucking clue where Santa Barbara or Montecito were or anything about them until I lived here. And then you hear people talk about it. It's two hours north of LA on the ocean. And it's sort of like, probably in your mind, what you picture Los Angeles being like, like clean and Spanish architecture, architecture and old Hollywood looking homes and hills. And of course, LA is like nothing like that, really. <laughs> um, nothing like that. I had a run out of LA, guys. I was just there to see my good friend Sarah Fraser, and I had to put my track shoes on and run. So funny. My team called me today to interview a major housewife in person in like four days, and I'm like, "Listen, can you please fucking bump this to the two weeks? I don't want to come back to LA right now." So I've actually turned down a major housewife interview, but I'm like, if we can't fucking reschedule it, I'll be there in four fucking days, but I don't want to. Um, yeah, it's so funny. I literally, I texted, I texted, Kim D has been saying this for years, you know, Teresa only likes people with money. Teresa liked Dina for money. That's why like Louie and, you know, Dave, they were the private jets and, Kim has been saying this forever. And I guess I didn't think Dina was poor. I said the exact same thing you did to Kim when this happened. I texted her and I said, since when does Dean like, it's like, you know, how I always call people out for having like no money and being such fake money on these shows. Yeah. Like Gorga doesn't have a pot to piss in. Marge doesn't have a pot to piss in. Most of the New York girls, I don't know about the new ones, don't have a pot to piss in. No, Dina has real money, but Kim was like, where, how are we doing a show every week together on the Patreon? Do you listen to a word I say? I often don't listen to a lot of things Kim D says. I just kind of tune out. The audience loves her. I'm just like, okay, Kim, you're telling the story again. Like, let me just tune out for a minute. Um, Yeah, apparently Kim knew this. I, I said the same thing you did. Yeah, I mean, her husband has a lot of money. Like, they did the private jets with Trey and Louie. Yeah, Dina's rich. I thought that was a little... Sh this is why Dina loves her life. Yeah. Everyone, oh, when are you going to come back? You're going to come back. Why would Dina Manzo ever come back to the cesspool that is fucking Housewives? I would never be on Housewives if I didn't need the money. I mean, I'm not saying I need the money. I'm just saying anyone, I, I would take the money because I'm a whore like that, which I've talked about on this show before. Um, It's also a great platform for the podcast. So 
I would do housewives, but no, I don't think Dina is ever going to come back, nor does she want to. She has money. Yeah, she has real money. It's the husband and they're doing well, girl. They're living Uh, a real life. They're living a real life. Yeah. I I just was like, now I'm like all into her because I'm like, I didn't realize she's been living out here in Malibu for several years. Now they bought this Montecito home. They're going to go West Coast, East Coast. Um, Anyway, and I mean, Thomas Manzo, because everything really blew up with Thomas Manzo. This guy that she's married to now, she's been married to since 2017, who's supposed to be a Hollywood producer. But there was like a physical, there was like a domestic incident, right? With the other guy, the, the first ex-husband. I don't even know if it's alleged. I think it was proven in court, but let's just say alleged the first one, uh, Tommy Manzo hired someone to, you know, kind of, I think hit the, hit the kneecaps of, uh, and you want to know why I like my Jersey people. I'm going to be protected. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, he like hit, he like hit the kneecaps. Really? Someone wants to fuck with me. Good luck. Uh, he hit the kneecaps. Uh, I think of the other one, I think is what happened, but it was, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't above board if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, no. And they had to get Dolores involved and everyone had to write character references. So look, Dina's living her best life. I do think Dina will do a podcast if anyone wants her, but I don't think you can mention the words Teresa Louie or RHONJ. So well, does anyone want to hear about Namaste for 45 minutes? Maybe you guys do. Write to me. We'll get Dean on, maybe. Um, we'll save that for next time. What's a short story that we can talk about? Um well, let's talk about Dorit, right? Is that one is that one short enough? I think that's a longer one. You know okay, what we could okay. talk about quickly before we go? Kim spotted a few weeks ago that Rinna, that Rinna bopping around New Jersey. She mentioned it on the podcast. She said, Rinna's doing this, Rinna's doing that. She's filming a movie. I said, find out the movie. Kim dropped the ball. She often does. Guys, I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to her face. She knows she drops the ball. She dropped the ball. And then the other day I say, Rinna's filming American Horror Stories, which is not American Horror Story. I watch American Horror Story is the main one that's like on Hulu and FX. I'm not shading American Horror Stories. It's just shorter little one arc episodes that are different. It's still, listen, when you get into the Ryan Murphy world, you fucking say yes. You get on your knees, you lick the floor, and you say yes. Have you ever heard of, you know, Leslie Grossman, who had a great career before? Sarah Paulson. When you're in the world... You could be in the world forever. And the parts are so Evan Peters, Dahmer, oh, just brilliant. So look, so I, so then when I said this to Kim, she's like, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm like, Rinna is not in New Jersey filming 19 things. It's American Horror Story. Now Kim admits she was wrong. She was filming American Horror Stories. Guys, Rinna's doing just fine. I'm telling you, getting fired. Sorry, Andy. Sorry, Rinna. Getting fired from Housewives is the best thing. That ever happened to Lisa Renna. You're going to be just fine, girl. You're a real actress. Oh, everyone's yeah. going to hate her. She was never in. She's doing. I think it's a great part for her. Can you imagine? I would love to. I mean, Lisa Renna, American Horror Stories. What a, what a, what a great casting. I'd love to see this. Thoughts? Uh, it's so good for Renna. It's just so good for Renna. Ryan Murphy, you know, loves Housewives. Of course. I mean, and that makes me think of, you know, Nini for a hot second had a, you know, she had a career going with Ryan Murphy. Mm. And boy, I don't know any of the details, but I cannot imagine it ended well because he seemed like he was a huge fan of hers. I believe he started putting her on Glee. 
Then she'd been cast for another sitcom. A New Normal. It was a, a really a starring role. Which I don't believe he did, right? He gave her the he gave her the go on. No, Glee. I think that was Ryan Murphy. I thought oh, really? maybe maybe not, but she had a big part in Glee when she was on it too. Oh, a big part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he loved her for Glee. So that also makes you kind of sad because I don't know what happened between the two of them. But you've never seen her again on. I don't think right. Did they have Nini do American Horror Story for a no, season? No, but she would yeah. be so good. Not to mention, so would Miss Richards. And I don't mean Kyle or Kim. I think Denise Richards would be great. But to me, Lisa Rinna in the Ryan Murphy family makes so much sense. So much sense. I mean, God, there should be. I mean, I hope there's at least one line poking fun of Housewives. You know, like, I don't think she's going to play Lisa Rinna, but just... Have her character be obsessed with watching Real Housewives. Have her character be someone who would like never watch Housewives. Just make just make one funny line, guys, right? I don't know. I think it's a great thing for Rinna. I don't hate Rinna. She blocked me. She don't like me. Rinna, I'm in your corner. I'm coming for you. You, gonna, you. Right? You write a book, go on tour. I'm going to be there, girl. She blocks a lot of people. It's really unfortunate. I think it's great. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch the episode. I'm going to watch, right? No, it's really good for her career. And to your point, I think she'll knock this out of the park because she's a professional. She knows the acting game. She knows Hollywood. And I wouldn't be shocked if we start to see her in a lot more, you know, Ryan Murphy things, if this is well-received. Wow. We have so much to talk about next time. I I I need to talk about Teresa and all these fake rumors about our marriage. I do want to talk about Dorit. I want to talk RHOC and this, this Tamrat riding yes, it on a motorcycle. I'm I caught up. up. Okay. Me too. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about Sarah. All right. Do you have any advertisers for us here today? Opened up with my ads. Yes, we've had more. Um, we've had more inquiries. So ah, hoping y'all come on board. If you're interested in our advertising rates, the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com is the email. I can send you our joint rates for sure. I love it. Sarah, I'll talk to you very soon. Bye, David. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.